0: Liberty.
1: Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate, and with me, as always, is Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going over there today, man?
0: Oh, it's been a crazy busy day, but uh, I need some of that. I need, like, some news music as well. Yeah? So I can come in with democracy 2020
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure what we yeah. have going on right now as a democracy have you seen all or, the
0: titles for all the, all the news stations uh, oh it's, it's democracy 2020 and it always, whatever it always used to be
1: decision 2016 decision yeah. <laughs> 2012 so
0: ridiculous
1: always we need something like that we got to come up with some super cheesy titles yeah for sure
0: you know we talked about this yesterday and of course i mean we're going to talk about the election again today um, because obviously it's not over yet. Um, it's not over until the what are what do they usually say? Not over until uh the your ex girlfriend um uh, says hi again or something. I don't it's, know. It's
1: it's not gonna be over till the judge hits his gavel today. That's what it's gonna be. That's <laughs> <laughs> his election ain't over till the judge hits his gavel.
0: That's right. That's, That's right. Well, this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast, a place where we talk about life, liberty and the pursuit of meaning. And yes, we'll talk about presidential elections, but we'll also talk about what you can do despite who wins and why you shouldn't care that much about who wins. Because at the end of the day, who cares who's president? It's your responsibility to create the life that you want. And that's what we talk about here. We talk about those principles. And then of course we talk about how we can make society better and what you should be aiming for in your life, which should be a, it should be a high aim should be a really high aim maybe you should run for president one day and uh you know see if you can be in this electoral ba- uh, electoral battle <laughs> you know when you're in a battle yeah yeah you're, you're waging a courageous battle
1: yeah it yeah. takes a lot Absolutely. of lawyers that's, that's what, what, I what I these hear.
0: people are in right now this is a courageous battle all
1: so. right well <laughs> as it stands right now joe Do we have a winner well, Joe Biden's at two sixty-four is as, as far as Fox News is concerned. Mm. And the reason I was going with Fox News is because I figure they'd be slightly more sympathetic to Trump. And if they're sitting here saying that Biden's about to hit two seventy, then I don't know. I feel like they're they're probably calling that pretty accurate at that time. Um yeah. I I would say they would be the least likely to call things for Biden it, unless they're just placing bets in the uh in the betting markets, I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> so what's going on right now? 264, they just called Michigan. Uh, they just called Wisconsin a little bit ago. They're, they're doing some annoying ones like they haven't called uh, North Carolina yet, right? They haven't called. Pennsylvania,
0: really. It's pretty annoying.
1: Yeah, Pennsylvania, but they're I I actually still think they're going to he's going to lose Pennsylvania, honestly. I don't think it's going to work. They still have so many big city, they have so much of the big city vote to count still. Uh, I just don't Convenient. see it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Convenient.
1: <laughs> and uh, you know they haven't called Alaska yet. Not that it really matters, but just just put Alaska in red on the map. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what how many what, what percentage you got 63% of the vote? Is what Trump's got right now. Come on. They they called California three months ago. Like, they they can go (laughs) ahead and put Alaska as red. Good Lord.
0: (laughs) That's right. I agree. Anyway. uh, You know, the interesting is, so it all comes down to the last, um, well, Trump has to win the three states that he's ahead in right now, which we don't know if is going to happen. And then it'll all come down to those six pesky votes from Nevada. Yeah. And uh, right now it doesn't look... Good for Trump. Uh, there, he's he's down by eight thousand votes, which is a very very thin margin. And there's seventy five percent reported.
1: Oddly but, enough, uh, he was down by the exact same eight thousand with the exact same totals when there was sixty seven percent reporting. When I looked earlier today, yeah. It now was... they
0: decided, oh hey, we we got seventy five percent now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, uh, uh.
0: but everything stays the same. hasn't changed. And, you know, there's, of course, there's already conspiracy theories out there, Trump. And look, here's what I would say. There's a lot of people I've seen upset that Trump's claimed victory. I know I even think uh, you and I talked about before Ben Shapiro was was trending on Twitter because he was saying how immoral it was. I watched Trump's speech. I did not see him actually claim victory. I think he, to my understanding, he was like, hey, we're we were up big. I can't believe they haven't called these. They should call them.
1: Uh, He said we won. Shapiro play the clip.
0: Oh, he did. Yeah. So I must've missed that part. Yeah. um, He did win the in-person voting. It looks like he did. He did for sure. Yeah. The people who showed up to vote in the in-person he, he won, but these old pesky mail-in ballots. And honestly, I think either side was going to use the mail-in ballots to their advantage, depending on who was losing. Um, and so it ends up being Trump. And so now he's going to use it to his advantage. And I think it would have been Biden. It, he would have used it to his advantage, but as we've talked about before, we predicted this a long time ago that number one, the polling was going to be way off and it was gonna be a lot closer than everybody thought. So we were right about that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I the craziest one to me was Ohio. I mean, Biden was an eight point favorite in Ohio. And it turns out I'm sorry, five point favorite. It turns out Trump won Ohio by eight points. That's a thirteen point swing. I'm no mathematician. Eight, <laughs> but I believe I could do that math right there because well. I'm a stonk trader. And I understand the inverse effect of carry the one minus the two.
1: Yeah. And
0: a five point favorite turns into an eight point loss. That's 13. That's 13 points, man. It's like shooting a 13-pointer from full
1: court. That's, that's a pretty big swing last I checked. And there's all kinds of stuff where this happened. Let me just uh, crudely paste the map over our faces right here. You had the same thing go on with Florida. Obviously, they were talking about how Biden was just going to kill it in Florida. They were talking about how Biden might end up winning Texas. Trump ended up winning that by, uh, what, 6%. And they're And talking about, obviously, North Carolina, Georgia, all this, just blowouts everywhere. I heard something really... Uh, really interesting i can't remember who it was from earlier today but it you know what do you call it when the pollsters are so clearly wrong to where it almost seems it it, at this point it almost seems like it has to be intentional it almost seems like they're trying to discourage a certain voting block from even wasting their time going to vote because it's not Mm -hmm. even close at all? Well, what would you call that? I don't know what you call that. Voter I'm, suppression? Couldn't be interference. Could <laughs> couldn't it? be election interference. Couldn't be voter no, suppression.
0: There's, there's, no way it could be any of that.
1: No, it's just, uh, it's so weird, and it's and it's almost and and people shouldn't listen to it. We all have to learn. Surely by now, you don't listen to the polls at all. Doesn't don't listen to the polls. I don't mean people from Poland. I'm talking about people who try to tell you whether or not someone's going to win. An election, don't listen to them because that is how they can end up suppressing a vote or they can end up uh, uh, interfering with an election by telling you that it is a complete waste of time for you to go go out there and vote. And that is a kind of a silent voter suppression that I think that uh, people really aren't going to talk about that much. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. And it's you know not only were they off this year because they were off in 2016, but this year was even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, now it looks like, as it stands right now, and of course this is going to be contested. There's going to be some recounts. I guarantee it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of that's going to happen. This is going to be 2,000 times 20. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that because <laughs> it's 2020. Good job. Um, yeah. And uh, and then. There's going to be recounts. It's going to be contested. All of that. We're probably, you know, Nate said we probably wouldn't find out until January. I think we're probably going to know a little bit sooner than that. But you never know. I mean, depending on I mean, how many states are going to have to recount. I mean, they Trump may want to recount Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Nevada. I mean, you got six states potentially for a recount. Um, when in 2000, it was just one state, it was Florida.
1: I do from, from pretty big deal. From what I can guess, they will be recounting Wisconsin, Michigan, um, depending on whether or not they hold Georgia. If Trump ends up winning in Georgia, I think then Biden is going to end up asking for recounts in Georgia. Um, I think the same thing will happen in North Carolina. I think uh, the same thing is going to happen. I think Trump is still going to be pushing some litigation, things like that in Arizona, because that was really a a really big shocker, I think. And I think they'll be pushing for some lawsuits of some type in Arizona. Uh, Nevada is really going to be where it's at right now, because if Trump can win Nevada and Pennsylvania, well, then he can still be the president, as long as he wins North Carolina and Georgia. Still opened up. But if they do end up calling uh, Nevada for Biden, then it just ain't going to happen, ma'am. It's so, over. Yeah. There's just a, and then uh, Magoo was saying, is there any way to forecast anything at this point? I was just going to speculate wildly on my chart that I can actually change all the, all the stuff on right here. Um, I, I, do you think that he's going to, do you think Trump's going to win Georgia? I mean, Yeah, I still think Trump's
0: going to win. I think he's going to win Georgia.
1: But then again, for all we know, 4 a.m. this morning, they could find a truckload, 120,000 ballots that they just pushed through the system real quick. There's no telling what could end up actually happening. Um, North Carolina, it seems like they should have even called that one already. I don't know why it's not called. Um, And then obviously, Alaska is going to end up being called and if he does end up winning Pennsylvania that puts him at 268 and if Biden wins Nevada that puts him at 270 that gets us 270 268 and that that's not a that's that's a win for Biden I don't know if you know that yeah. so
0: that's as close as you can get without being a tie of 269 it's insane.
1: yeah and that's really just because of some of these uh you know, uh, Nebraska and Maine uh, split their electoral college votes. I'm pretty sure. And can they you do. imagine if someone decides to not vote for Biden in one of the states? You know, they don't exact. They don't have to do. Depends it. on the state law in all, in every state. Yeah, in like, every depends state. On the state
0: law. And I don't remember. Wh- I don't remember if Maine and Nebraska fall into that category. But well, wouldn't that be something?
1: Or, or or vice versa. Either way, if if an right. electoral call because I believe in the seventies the Libertarian Party actually got its one and only electoral vote that uh, because I believe one of the electors branched off and voted for the Libertarian candidate at that time. They said, um, "Watch this." Yeah, y'all check this out real quick. So speaking of the Libertarian Party, Charlie, uh, Doctor Jorgensen, wow.
0: this isn't good. No, not good. It's- not good. I'm, I'm very, um, disappointed. I was really hoping for that, you know, same 3% to 5% margin if they were going to make any ground. Um, and they, we lost 2%. Yeah. So
1: it is, um, uh, I will it, find it on the tapes. It is that I, I don't know what she ended up. I did say that it would be less than Gary Johnson. And I think I was even saying around 1% is what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, ever took any of the the outcome from 2016 as any type of indication that the Libertarian Party was growing, that there were people moving over to the party whatsoever, um, that they were going to continue this. I didn't take it as that whatsoever. All it was was a protest vote because the other two options were Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And Gary Johnson
0: at least has some name recognition.
1: And he had a little bit. He was the governor of New Mexico for, for two terms. Uh, so he had a little bit of name recognition. He had said some really stupid stuff that got him on the news a couple times. So he did have <laughs> a little bit of name recognition. And um, this it had nothing to do with people wanting the Libertarian Party to win. They went and voted and they were voting against the Republican and Democrat Party. And this time... As was the case, uh, almost for even me and a lot of people who listen to the show, didn't didn't really feel like a protest vote uh, was a luxury that anyone could afford this time. And and while a lot of us, I still ended up voting for Doctor Jorgensen, a lot of people, if especially if you were in swing states, you probably didn't hold that libertarian line you probably felt like you could not afford that and especially people who had voted republican democrat before and who aren't libertarians who maybe were just going to give away a protest vote they were like "Uh, uh-uh, i can't do a protest vote this year no way this one actually so, is too important this yeah it's <laughs> this is actually the most important yeah. so right
0: now joe jorgensen sits at 1.1 1. 1. percent 1.6 million votes um So, yeah, not great. Now, what do you think about the vote total so far? Um, Right now you have Biden at almost 71 million and Trump at almost 68 million. Um, I believe that's more than 2016.
1: Oh, yeah, it is for sure.
0: 65 to 63, I believe. So and in fact, I don't think anybody's ever had 70 million votes cast for them before. So Biden will become definitely the, the president with the most popular votes in history i believe
1: yeah that's that is true um you know it's it's a little it's a little crazy for me now I, am i disappointed that trump uh probably isn't going to be the president kind of i guess because i really wanted to put up that middle finger to the media so bad and that's about <laughs> it the only other thing i'm worried about is if uh whether or not Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and all those people get together and create that stock market tax, they've been talking about uh, everything about what we do in stocks and what I've been doing for the last six or seven years will be done. There will be, there, but, but there will can be no they
0: get it through the Senate. That's going to be the thing because the Re- Republicans did hold on to the Senate. There's so,
1: that I, I can see them finding ways to do things like that through the sec or through any, any kind of stuff like that. The IRS yeah. to do
0: something. Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the, I think there's so many federal agencies that, and that's why I don't feel good about. By the way, the Republicans probably holding the Senate. Eh, I, they're gonna. You've got people in there that have no problem writing ten or twenty executive orders every day. you've got people who literally have admitted uh, taking uh, legislation that was written by people in Congress and then turning it into executive orders and writing the Obama. executive orders for Obama. Like mm-hmm. there, there's nothing if you're thinking that there's somehow going to be some kind of a bulwark against the the radicalism, they're just going to do executive orders. The only positive with that is that um, they can, executive orders can be removed easier than than laws can. But um, it's true. It's a ton of, it's a ton of votes. Uh, I guess what I was getting at there, if Donald Trump was not uh, the person that he is, uh, then... I don't think Biden had a, had, a, had a chance. I mean, imagine all the stuff that the, dude, that the dude has gone up against over the last few years. One, being himself. Two, uh, just being lied about constantly about stuff. Um, actual things con- consistently made up. Having to go against the media all the time. And still coming into an election and being this close it it's it really is still kind of a middle finger to the media in my opinion because mm-hmm. according to the media this should, Trump should be at like 98 electoral votes right now you know according yeah. to them
0: it, Biden it should be over 300
1: yeah and a lot of it them were have been predicting called last night yeah a lot of them were predicting over 300 and it's just that you can say if Trump wasn't Trump well then he wouldn't have made it this far anyway but um i think all he had to do was uh, maybe take it down about 5% on the stupidity on Twitter, and he would have just completely ran away with it last night. Just a little bit. The Joe Biden got over 70 million votes, and those were people who, not that they like Joe Biden, they're people that hate Donald Trump. So yep. all you had to do was just make people hate you a little bit less, and you end up running away with this thing last night. Mm-hmm. So... That is the that's the crazy part. I'm trying to figure out if that's actually encouraging. Um, did you see all the down all the state ballot stuff, guys? In the in the um live group, tell us some good stuff that came through any of the states. Do you know any uh house members uh, statewide? Any any kind of elections that we need to know about that were kind of good mo- good news last night? None of the people that we interviewed, um, you know, performed all that well other than, uh, Preston Gabriel Nelson, the libertarian that we interviewed from, uh, from the Chicago area did get 29% of the vote. Uh, but there was not a Republican on the ballot. It was only him and the Democrat. So he got, he got 29% of the vote. I'm pretty sure that's decent, no. but that was, um, that was a pretty good showing. Um, I was saying that, a. Uh, I don't know. Do you see any kind of good news out of this uh, as far as the fact that Biden only won because of people hating Trump? If you look at some of the other races, um, the Republicans have actually flipped some House seats. Uh, They're holding the Senate. And California, to me, was a great test in whether or not people just want rampant socialism. And all of their statewide ballot measures that were just straight up craziness, they failed. In a in a year where people were going out there to vote against Trump. Illinois fair tax, progressive tax failed. In, in a state that in a state that went for Biden, overwhelmingly went for Biden, the progressive tax failed easily. Meaning even the the liberals didn't want it. And Mm. which then still tells me those weren't people that are just liberal to their core. Man, socialism, freaking love. Kamala Harris can be awesome. Ah, That's not what they were. They hated Trump. Can you do that impression again? That was it. No, I can't remember all of it again. No. Um, Todd says (laughs) he likes that
0: liberal impression, though. That's really good.
1: (laughs) He thinks that five states legalize marijuana. Um,
0: I think the best news we saw, and I don't know if this was a referendum or not, but uh Oregon decriminalized all drugs, all drugs, all drugs. Every yes. one of them. Oregon votes de- to decriminalize all drugs, including heroin and meth.
1: Well, that is and going they legalize
0: the use of psilocybin.
1: That's going to be a nice, uh, n- nice test for the old theory there. Yeah. So it
0: says, uh, First state law of its type makes a maximum fine for possession of any drug a hundred dollars and increases treatment. Mm. So it looks like you're still gonna be penalized, but you're you're not going to go to jail. Yeah. So that's the, that's their version of (laughs) decriminalization, but Hey, that is a step in the right direction. Congratulations to Oregon. As much as I don't agree with those guys on a lot of things, um, that is uh that's a really good first step i mean we've seen this work in argentina and other places the you know most people who do drugs are not bad people and most people who get addicted to drugs didn't want to get addicted by the way mhm they didn't start out uh shooting up heroin being like oh man i can't wait to steal money for my family and ruin everyone's lives that's not where <laughs> most people start so yeah. so and i'm not saying i mean obviously drugs are bad okay all right um but at the same time, I think the de- the decriminalization and focusing on actually getting these people better um, in, in in the long run saves lives, and uh, we're against death. We we've been against death since we started this podcast, and that's so being sure. you know being against death, we want as many people not to die as possible. Uh, I don't care if it's that's that's from from heroin or uh, from opiates or from coronavirus or a car wreck, you know. Against death in all forms and facets and
1: shapes. Another good thing, uh, California, they're going to allow the Uber drivers to be independent contractors. What? How about that? What? I mean, Uber is, uh, I mean, California is a state that obviously went for Biden, what, 65%? Probably, I guess I can just look at it right here 65% for Biden and the california proposition 22 at base drivers as contractors not employees 72% voted for the uber and lyft drivers to be able to be independent contractors in a state where wow. 65% went for biden like that that's pretty crazy now from what i heard uber and lyft did spend the combined like 200 million dollars on the on that election a ton of it and it was worth wow. it for him because their stocks were up like 20, 25% <laughs> this morning. So wow. pretty, pretty crazy. That's um, great. But that's, that's good news. As for said, everyone. rent
0: control failed in California. Yes. That's, that's more good news. Uh,
1: they had, you know, local-
0: I think, I think we're seeing something here. Whereas Trump's a little too maybe radical, let's say, uh, especially in a speech and some of the things he says and does. And, you know, Biden is kind of a, a pretty much middle of the road Democrat kind of guy. Now, of course, Kamala Harris is not any good news. And I think taxes are probably going to go up a little bit if they can get anything through Congress. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I think people are like, okay, well, I would rather have a moderate um, incapacitated Joe Biden than a, than a, you know, not a horrible, but not a really good first term of the president. And we'll, we'll stay with, we'll, we'll make a change, but we're not going to do something radical. We're just going to go with, with sleepy, with sleepy yeah. Joe Biden. Maybe he'll just sleep the whole time he's in office and we won't hear much from him. And that's what most people want.
1: If he does end up winning, uh, winning, I'm telling you the collective prayer across the nation has got to be for Joe Biden's health. Everyone just pray <laughs> that he lives another four years and that he can still get words out of his mouth. And uh, that we don't get Kamala Harris, she would not win an election on her own. And uh, she is only going to be in there and she would only ever become president if Joe Biden dies in some kind of way. He needs to keep as much distance from her as possible. And we all need to make sure that he stays alive, honestly, Mm -hmm. because he right now, Joe Biden is our last hope (laughs) against against Joe Biden staying alive. is our last hope we just need linen to make it a little bit longer
0: (laughs) (laughs) the other thing that i've seen is so many emotions like the emotional roller coaster is unreal we talked a little bit about this yesterday and you know i talk about my family here and i just have some lovely family members um um and i'll call my brother out and he can i say this to his face now you know i'll say it i'll say it to him in cursive if i feel like it
1: (laughs) say to his face in cursive
0: Exactly. But uh, he he made another post today and he said, explain to me this, how the F is it that in all these battleground states that Trump and his army of idiots think are cheating, that everyone everywhere in charge of tabulating the votes are people who want him to lose and are cheating. And that's definitely no one cheating for him. I just can't fathom how anyone could be this stupid. And uh, I just kind of let that go. But then my cousin commented, and this is what kind of upset me. I wanted to say some really mean things, but I <laughs> held my tongue. She said, "Super simple. Most people are morons with high school educations that are subpar at best, and those that went to college often ch- choose to ignore reality for their implicit biases." So,
1: <laughs>
0: so just so you know, anyone who uh, just has a high school education or um, anything like that, you're 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 a moron. Yeah, I'm just like how can you just say that? And so I said, not all of us that didn't go to college are morons. I don't buy into the cheating. I could see this coming a mile away and predicted it for both sides. I truly think with the coronavirus and pandemic and all this mail-in voting, if Joe Biden was behind, he'd be saying the same thing in a little bit of, of a more classy way, I think.
1: Well, he would be doing obviously. the
0: same thing. He would want to recount, too.
1: Right. Obviously, they would. They've been priming for for, uh, you know, if they ended up losing, it was going to be because of voter suppression for the last couple months now and we don't really have a a lot of any evidence of that i guess there could be a little somewhere i don't really know exactly what it is is there some shady stuff going on with the mail-in ballots i don't know probably i assume anything that has to do with the government's got some shady stuff going on did the mail-in ballots open up a lot more uh, a, a lot more instances where this could happen yeah probably I think they How much did.
0: cocaine do you think Hunter Biden's doing right now in Oregon?
1: Probably quite a bit. He's probably uh, a bunch. You could find Hunter yeah. Biden announces he's moving to Oregon. Top story right now. Uh, it's I don't. We can't do anything about the about the ballot stuff now. You know, all we can do is uh, well. You know, Trump's team of probably 500 lawyers are going to be taking care of all of that. They're going to recount all of these close states. And that's all we can do when it comes to mm-hmm. that. that's all yep. we can do and i want to know i want to know if there's any ballots that aren't that aren't kosher here and yeah. and well i don't i guess I don't really mean kosher I don't really care as far as that goes, but ballots that aren't are really up to snuff <laughs> <laughs> which is not that much better of a of a of a reference but yeah. i, I want to know if there's any kind of shady stuff going on but i don't just want to willy-nilly try to find stuff to throw out because uh the stamp was one centimeter over to the left out of the little box that said play stamp here or something like that like we don't need to get or down come to out,
0: that or come out and say we know for sure there's cheating going on yeah we don't know that
1: there's cheating going on. Right? Is we, there? The Probably The announcement is, is the we, government. we want to check and see if there was cheating, not we know there was cheating. Yeah. That's how you get riots and crap like that. Exactly. So, so I
0: continued on here and I said, the actual funny thing is that anyone actually thinks Biden or Trump is any better than the other. <laughs> I said, sure, one may do some things a little bit better than the other in some categories, but they both suck so much on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> and so my brother said, he goes, one is clearly better than the other. So it's like, without question, one's clearly better
1: than the other. And you, of course, he's going for Biden. Were you like, I agree. <laughs> and,
0: uh, and he said, and then my, my cousin chimed in with, um, she said, you're a libertarian, so I wouldn't be running around claiming to not be a moron. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> you're a libertarian, you're a moron. Um, and I was nice. I said, I said because I don't want to hurt people and I don't want to steal their things, that makes me a moron. I yeah. Just answer answered back with a question. That was all. Um, you know, I, I wanted to compare bank accounts and stuff like that, but I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> I wasn't, it's my cousin
1: folks. Yeah. Right? How you did know? she become uh, such a B word? I don't know, but my God. Yeah. I've you know? never met. I've never personally, uh, some of your family are by far the most hateful, mean spirited, uh, disgusting hearted people I've ever met in my entire life. Around Just politics and it's yeah.
0: unbelievable to me Yeah. because I'm like, I don't feel that way about I disagree with you on so many things and I don't feel that way. I never, mm-hmm. ever felt that way about you as a person. Yeah. Like you're my you're my family. You're my blood. <laughs> and no one makes me bleed my own blood. All right. <laughs> then I responded to my brother and I said, OK, one of them has slightly less sexual assault allegations and scandals alleged against them than the other. I'll give you that. <laughs> Wouldn't say clearly, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that is uh, that's something that just uh, kind of disappeared yet again. We can't really talk about the sexual assault allegations because uh well, hey, there's an election coming up here. We can't talk about that. It's just kind of crazy. Um I did think it was the rent the a couple other good things here. The rent control thing failed. That's good in California. Um they also restored voting rights to paroled felons, I believe. I don't know if they set any specifications on what kind of crimes it could have been, anything like that, um, I think that's good. They also were trying to uh, end Pro- Proposition 16, end diversity ban, and so it was such a backwards thing. They had made a constitutional provision that made it unlawful for California state and local governments to discriminate against or grant preferential treatment to people based on race, ethnicity, national origin, or sex. And so this was good for the woke, for the woke left. At one point in time, you can't discriminate against people. Well, they've decided in the last few months here with everything going on that they want to purposefully hire people because they are minorities. And they, so they want the affirmative action back, basically. And this constitutional amendment pretty much told them they couldn't do the affirmative action because you can't use a person's race and ethnicity or national origin anything like that as a basis for hiring them. And so they wanted to get rid of that so they could give preferential treatment to people and that failed in California. And so what I really still what I really still saw is just a bunch of people hate Trump. They hate Trump. It's not so much that There's rampant socialists like the AOCs of the world are running everything and winning everything. You didn't see that really at all. Mm -hmm. Not on a majority basis anyway. You really didn't. What you saw here was a little bit more people that hated Trump came out to vote than the amount of people that liked Trump. That was about it. And that's all it had anything to do with.
0: Which I found interesting, too, because it, it looked like uh, when you dig into the data that the Republicans actually got more people to register to vote than they ever have before. Yeah. So you would you would have thought, which I mean, look, the vote totals show it. Um, you know, we had 65 to 63 million in 2016. Right now we're sitting at 71 to 68 million. So, that you know, that's a pretty significant increase in the amount of voters um, that, that came out to actually vote or, or mailed in. And perhaps... The mail-in option gave more people a chance to vote than normally wouldn't have. Uh, Also, I mean, some people that were like, oh, this is a lot easier. I'll I'll do it this way. I'm still waiting for the blockchain uh, technology (laughs) voting. Yeah. uh, An idea that I had. Uh, Charlie, Uh,
1: Charlie, sorry, we have to cut in right now uh, because what I'm finding is uh, that Good Morning Liberty is calling North Carolina for Trump. I just wanted to go ahead and do that. I put it up here on the screen. You can see um, that is... That's that's that is what is going on right here. I've tallied the votes and we talked to our decision desk, and okay. we've come in. We have come in with that. I didn't yeah. get
0: that feed. Can huh? you pl- can you pass that in? Can you pass that feed into my?
1: Oh yeah yeah. Sorry, we'll have to feed. We'll have to. Feed. Okay. All right all right. Sorry, back to. <laughs> I watched the news until about one a.m. this morning, so I just <laughs> yeah. felt like I had to cut yeah. in and put something on a map and then change stuff around on the map. And uh, it felt really good. Tell you the truth, it felt good to do that.
0: Did you give Nevada <laughs> to the libertarians?
1: <laughs> it's actually undecided right now. Know, what, it's it, yellow, it, which is. It doesn't give you funny. the ability to give anything to the uh, libertarians. <laughs> <Undecided>. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> it's not so... even y- yellow means that no one has won it. <laughs> yeah. Um not even an option.
0: I want to read a little bit of this Oregon story um if you guys don't mind. This is coming from the New York Times. So uh the march to decriminalize drugs moved further across the nation on Tuesday despite continued federal prohibition. Oregon became the first state to decriminalize small amounts of cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, and other drugs. And in New Jersey, South Dakota, Montana, and Arizona, voters decisively passed laws legalizing recre- uh, recreational marijuana. Cannabis is now legal across a large block of states in the West, from Washington down to the Mexican border and well beyond. Cannabis was also on the ballot in Mississippi. If all the marijuana measures pass, marijuana will be legal for medical use in three dozen states, and recreational use will be allowed in fifteen. So this is the this is the superiority of the states this is what we talk about when we say that really the states have the ultimate power and they should and they're doing certain things with it um you know kind of wish they would do it on other things like taxes and some other stuff But, uh, but at least we're getting somewhere where the states are sending the middle finger to the federal government and saying well we can legalize a plant in our state if we want to or any form of a plant or chemical makeup and people want to do it, then they, then they can't, it's called freedom.
1: And that is the so, biggest point right there. Charles is where, where are the, where do you think the news, where are the news headlines saying, uh, if you could imagine if it was something else other than drugs and a state was like, Oh yeah, the federal government says this thing, we're not going to do it. If you can imagine that it wasn't like something that's more favored by left people, people, people on the left, if they yeah. were like, uh, we're not going to collect We're not going to do any taxes anymore, federal or anything like we're just not going to do it at all. And everyone be like, oh, this is this is in the what the federal government has spoken on this and this state can't just simply go against this whatsoever. The important part right here is that the state said, "F you government, I know that you guys have prohibited all of this stuff. We don't care. We're going to make our own laws. And what I think is interesting is no one's freaking out about that right right now. No one's freaking out. Yeah. Now, if you can name a, a bunch of other issues, and people would be like, "Oh no, the federal government's got reign over this. They, they've got to be able to do this. The state can't just willy-nilly go and do that." But when it comes to something like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, let's legalize some heroin," I don't see anyone freaking out about Oregon not following the the federal government's laws yeah. on this. I'm sure there are some people. I'm sure but, there are. I'm sure there are. But but you yeah. don't see the headlines. Like no. you don't
0: see same thing as you would for let's say abortion or anything else yeah um so yeah it's it's very interesting so the organ uh, and that's the key takeaway from this is that the states have the ultimate authority and they should they're sovereign and they, they should be able to tell the federal government as long as it's not in the constitution which unfortunately taxation is in the constitution with the 16th amendment but um hmm. At least for income taxes. So we would need a convention of the states. So we need two thirds of the states to come together and be like, ah, let's repeal the 16th Amendment. But uh, <laughs> or or have somebody pass it in Congress. Um, but anyway, uh, the Oregon measure makes possession of small amounts of what have long been considered harder drugs a violation, similar to a traffic ticket and no longer punishable by jail time. The law also funds drug addiction treatment for marijuana from marijuana sales tax. So it looks like uh, live PD will no longer be operating in in Oregon.
1: <laughs> nothing to cover at all. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to go live about. Oh, you got some uh, heroin? That's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much is it? How much uh, is it?
0: Small possession. Oh, okay. Well,
1: okay.
0: Here's all your right. $100 ticket. Cool. All
1: right. All right. <laughs>
0: "Quote: This is incredible," said Cassandra Frederick, Frederick, executive director of the advocacy group Drug Policy Alliance. "This is like taking a sledgehammer to the cornerstone of the drug war, and this is huge. I really think this is something that's really cool. Regardless of their intentions, there's a couple things coming out of here. Is one for the libertarians: we want to legalize all drugs and end the drug war, stop spending money on that. That will drastically reduce." all the, uh, a lot of injustices in the criminal justice system. And then um, at, at the same time, it's the state showing its ultimate authority, which I think, which I think is really good. The the, the further away we can get from ultimate federal control, the better. So congratulations, Oregon. Um, disagree with a lot of things y'all do, but that's, that's something that I think we all can celebrate. There's some good news. There's some good news from the election.
1: Nice. There are the Uber
0: stuff. Uber stuff is good news. There's a, yeah. uh, Looks like California's failed they failed to pass banning cash bail.
1: Yeah, they, that was on the ballot also. That's that was unfortunate. I'm not a fan of cash bail. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't care yeah. what argument I d I don't care what argument you, you wanna you want to make about if it's nonviolent, that whether or not you sit in jail should not be determined by whether or not you have money to pay the government to not sit in jail. That yeah. is completely ridiculous. So that that's it. If someone could pay their way out that night, then you don't need to have it. It can't be determined by whether or not you're able to pay your way out that night. That's it. And so if it's available, if bail would be available in the situation, then I don't know. I think the person's going to need to get out. It can't be determined by an an amount of money. It's crazy. Now,
0: crime did go up in New York after that, um, according to the data. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't disagree with that philosophically,
1: yeah,
0: um, I, I'm pragmatically. i i don't I don't disagree with that because because we, by the way, we're a country of innocent until proven guilty. yeah. so why should you be locked in a cage until somebody proves that you did something?
1: I think the only place you would have to you would need to draw the line is if it was a violent crime, then we have to have that conversation because if you just pick someone up who would just, uh, violently murdered his family you are like well innocent until proven guilty you have a good time ma'am we'll get we'll uh send you a, a letter about when your trial is yeah and uh you know so there to be some some kind of conversation there but especially nonviolent cash bail's gotta go it's just gotta go agreed um I just i was gonna tell you in pennsylvania it looks like Trump's lead has narrowed to about 300,000 votes now. It was 600,000 earlier today. And he's only up by about 300,000 right now. With 87%. 87% in. Yeah. So, and a lot of these that aren't... North Carolina, he's up
0: 80,000, just about 80,000 with 94% reporting. And in Georgia, he's up about 60,000, 70,000 with 96 reporting. Yeah. So I think he's going to win Georgia, um, and North Carolina, Pennsylvania and Nevada is a toss up, but Trump has to win the remaining four. He's got to, he has to win Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada, or, um, or Biden's Biden's our next president.
1: He's got to run the table to win. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, Arizona really screwed him. It really did. If it were, if it weren't for Arizona, uh, I think he ends up winning. I think if he if it wasn't for Arizona, then we're not even having this conversation right now. Honestly, yeah. I think it's pretty clear that he's going to be able to win if it weren't for that.
0: And I mean, you know, right now it's only 84 percent reporting, but Biden's up one hundred thousand votes. I mean, that's a that's a pretty decent margin. Yeah. So, um yeah, no, oddly enough. Yeah. That's only eighty four percent reporting, and in Pennsylvania we have eighty seven percent reporting with three hundred thousand, yeah. and we don't want to call it. Oh, just He's to not, uh, just to correct just, here,
1: uh, Joe was saying that the you know what we're talking about cash bail versus versus no bail. That wasn't exactly what was on the ballot. Um, I do not know it was on the ballot, in California. So I'll just everything I was just talking about was philosophical about cash bail itself whether or not that applies to california and what was on the ballot um it it may or it may or may not so at least we all know where i'm at on cash bail and we'll just talk about with uh with new york so it looks like it's a, a little bit different so
0: and he said uh the alternative was a computer-based score so i guess they rate your crime and then- okay Depending on your charges and what the score comes out, is like, oh, you scored a ninety-five, which isn't good in this scenario because you're locked up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, try- you know, Nevada's Nevada's gonna, I think, gonna be really interesting because um, there's only an eight thousand vote difference. It's basically, I mean, it's forty nine point three to forty eight point seven. Yeah, it's literally yeah. a that's point five percentage points. It's nothing or point six. Sorry, that's uh, that's literally tied uh, in the national election. So you, I, you can't even really count a, Joe Biden ahead. And there's only there's still 25 percent more more votes now. Um, the mail-in voting that they have counted it it has gone about 65 to 70 percent to Biden.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if that remains the case in Nevada, then um, it looks like he, uh, Joe Biden, would would win that one.
1: The uh, only depending on
0: how they count those.
1: The only county they have like officially reported 100 percent Churchill County, which was a big Trump county. Um, all these other ones, he's leading them right now. They've reported about 80% in Uh, the two that are leaning blue are about 72% in right now. And uh, I'm assuming this one right here is going to be where, where Vegas is, I guess. I don't know Um, exactly where all that lines out, but let me see what old Clinton got. She got these two counties, Clark County and Washoe. Washoe Washoe County, and uh, let's see, it was 90, oh, she barely got it, 97,000 to 94,000, and so far we've counted 117,000 to 107,000, and uh, that's only 76% in. It is crazy how many more votes they're getting in right now, so I don't know, Nevada, I think, I think that could end up being the decider right there.
0: And Trump won that in
1: 2016? 2016. Uh, 2016
0: was no. Clinton. Wow, with those two counties, huh?
1: <clears throat> yep, two counties. And that's, that's just pretty crazy how that works out. Uh, I posted something about Illinois last night. We know from being from Illinois. I just want to give Illinois some credit. Illinois is a Republican state. It except for Chicago. That's it. Yeah. Look at this in 2016. Look at the, look at the state of Illinois. Now this is your terrible liberal hell hole, Illinois right here. If you guys are looking almost every single county goes Republican in the elections, except for a couple heavy populated areas, especially cook County. And this surrounding, this surrounding area up there, right around Chicago they got to they gotta cut that top half of the state off of there. They just got to get it right off of there. Cut it clean off. Straight line, right across the jugular of Illinois. I don't care if they just keep these two little feet down here, man. If that's just what they keep. <clears throat> we are a little bit north of that. I don't know. Anarchy. Uh, Anarchy. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what do you think about the Electoral College? Because that's going to be a really big thing that people are talking about, especially if Trump comes in and wins. Because we're looking at seventy-one million votes to sixty-eight million votes, Charlie. Last time I, last time I checked, uh, Biden's clearly ahead, and he's probably going to have more people vote for him than Trump did. So, well, what do you think about that? Their electoral college.
0: I'll say the same thing I've always said about the electoral college: is that the electoral college is because we're a republic, not a democracy. Mm -hmm. so what the the idea behind the electoral college and why it was implemented and people want to say well slavery and all this other stuff but the the actual idea behind it is the same idea behind the house of representatives and the senate so originally the idea for the the houses of congress was you would get uh, a representative per your population and then the state itself would have two representatives and what what they do is they want to uh try to most fairly the electoral college was established to try to most fairly represent the entirety of one nation um and as you can tell i I realize it's three million votes and that's a lot of votes but 68 million people voted for trump 71 million people from biden that's pretty much 50 50 and so how do you how do you represent all of these counties and you've got a great view there of counties all the counties that are red, I mean, these people that uh, well, I mean, maybe they don't disagree that much, but these are people that think differently than all the people in blue. And so how do you have equal representation, so to speak, um, if you do not have a system like the electoral college to try to uh, to base the election off of a uh, percentage of the population? Um, relative, I'm sorry, the state's population relative to the percentage uh, of those folks and what their views are uh, to the other populations in the other states.
1: Pretty much everything the founders did was to try and protect against a majoritarian rule. That's like everything that they devised, which I spent uh, probably two hours just reading a a little bit of the Federalist uh, 68, I think, was about the Electoral College, uh, or was it 38? Can't remember. Um, was reading about that and uh, reading up some other stuff. And one thing we've all got to realize is that um, we're not participating in a national election right now. That's not how I look at it. This is not a national. Do we have a national election for anything? Mm. In anything? Do we have a national vote for anything? Nope. No, we don't. All the states have decided that election day would be to- today. They came together and they agreed on a day. We don't have a national election for president. You voted in your state. That's all you did. And then your state is going to put forward their vote for who the president is. And so we got to stop thinking about this on a national Yeah, scale. your
0: state has to have a say. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Because the state has interest. It's a sovereign unit. <clears throat> and so you you have a voice as a, just like the House of Representatives. You have a voice. As an individual in your vote. And then the state has a voice. The state has an interest in who the president is going to be, of of who is going to lord over the federal purview, so to speak, that that does regulate some of what the state does. Now, obviously, it regulates a lot more than what the states should do uh, nowadays. But back, you know, back then there were only a few things that the federal government had purview over the states. And so the states have an interest in that. And so that's why we have the house of representatives, which are supposed to re- represent the actual population of, of folks. And then the Senate was supposed to be two senators chosen by the state so that the state had its interest represented, represented at the federal level. And so this, the electoral college does the same thing where you have your state rep- show its interest through the electoral college votes Uh, And then that's typically represented by the people.
1: It's the amount of representatives plus the amount of senators you have. Yes. Um, That helps out places that uh, don't have a really high population because they still get the same two senators added to their electoral college uh, that that California does. So they actually Mm -hmm. get a bigger weight on their vote than a state like California. Now, I know you still have something like Alaska having three and California having 55, but if you did it by population, Alaska would have like one. And if you did the same population divided through all, you know, California would end up with like 80. And, and basically, you would just be at a popular vote at that time. And that's not good. That's not a good idea because there's the obvious things like you would only have to campaign in like three places. That's all you'd have to do. Um, you'd only need to be California and New York and, and Chicago. That's all I'm going to say, Illinois, just Chicago. And (laughs) that's that's all you would have to focus on. And and that's not how we really that's not really how we wanted. It It would also increase. I was reading about how it would on fee about how it would increase the likelihood that we would have fraudulent voting, that there would be all kinds of things going on, because right now in a state, well, if you get 51 percent, then the all the electoral votes are going to go for the person of the party that wins that. But if the popular vote actually mattered, then when you get to that 51, well, you don't want to be at 51. You want to get as many of those votes as possible over to that side. So it's going to increase the, it's going to increase the incentive to do all kinds of fraudulent things. Then, I mean, you're just going to have obvious things happen. Like you're in California or New York and you're like, okay, I got 51% of California or 51% of New York. I got this many million people. I need to get this many million more people. Should I go to Nebraska or should I just float around here in LA and New York a little bit longer? You know, should I, should I campaign around the whole area of Oklahoma Nebraska and Iowa and just drive all around over there? Or do I really just need to go block the block in New York and get a, and get a few million more people, mm-hmm. you know? So, so it's obvious that this is the way that you can end up getting more representation because to a certain extent, you don't need any more votes out of New York or California. You don't need to campaign there anymore. You need to go and talk to the people in the middle of the country. And uh, so I think it's a I think it's a pretty genius system. I don't really have any better ideas for it. and it's pretty much been it's pretty much gone with the popular vote, uh, all but what five times, I think, something like that. So, yeah. I don't know.
0: <clears throat> no, I agree. Todd here says, if you look at the counties map, West Virginia was the only state to have all counties go to Trump. Um, And actually, looking at this, uh, Oklahoma is the other state. Yeah. Uh, All the counties went to Trump in Oklahoma. So, them cowboys out there, uh, love them. Love them some Trump.
1: Loving them some Trump, ma'am. Well, mm-hmm. I, I have not seen them call anything else. Nevada, obviously, they've just given up. Uh, they're not counting today because I don't know. I guess we just have plenty of time. Um Pennsylvania still sitting around plus three hundred. Associated
0: press has still not called Michigan um for Joe Biden. So it's sitting the, the AP is sitting two forty eight to two fourteen. Fox News has called Michigan. Or Joe Biden, so it's sitting at 264 to 214. Yeah. So, very interesting there.
1: Uh, they're showing Biden's up by about 70,000 in Michigan right now. Um, he is up by 21,000 in Wisconsin, <clears throat> and they call Wisconsin. Uh, Trump is up about 80,000 in North Carolina right now. 94%, but they haven't called North Carolina, <laughs> called Wisconsin, Biden up 20,000 20, with 99% record, reporting. I guess that's the important, important part. 94% are in in North Carolina. Trump is up by 80,000 currently. And you guys will know more than we do by the time you listen to it. Uh, so I don't know, man, who do you think is going to end up? Who's going to be the president? And do you even care enough to make that prediction?
0: Well, I've predicted Trump the whole time. I'm going to stick with that prediction, although uh, Vegas is against me now. Uh, last night, I was feeling pretty good when Vegas flipped the odds to an eighty percent chance of a Donald Trump victory. Yeah, uh, um, the stock market started going up and and all those things. and of course my uh, my stocks are doing well I, I I've pretty much pulled everything out except for I'm into uh, I'm into, I'm in two EV stocks um, and some tech stocks so i've got a a tech e t f and I've got neo and tesla and so i uh, uh you know i did pretty well today and overall um in my opening positions i'm i'm uh, i'm up yeah so i feel pretty good about that i um and i think regardless <laughs> I chose those because it doesn't matter who wins i think they're gonna do uh decent so uh, the rest of the market, though, I don't know. I mean, you know you look at the Dow with uh you know transportation and manufacturing and those types of businesses uh if, if Biden wins not, I don't think it's gonna be as good um but you know tech and tech and electric vehicle stuff um even if Biden does win, I think it's those those companies are gonna be fine, yeah, so choose your stonks wisely
1: um. If it weren't for the Supreme Court, I would say I think Biden's going to win. Even me guessing like who's going to come out with the most electoral votes and and the most votes in all the states. I'll just go ahead and say it Um, with the backstop of Trump being able to go to the Supreme Court. Not that they would just automatically side with him on everything, because if they lose us, I mean, what are they going to do? They can't lose their seats. That's why, by the way, they get those long term appointments like that. Is so they can be in this position and not worry about losing their spots. Uh, but but anyway, um, I I would say it's going to be Biden. But I don't know this could go to the Supreme Court. That's what you predicted. Right? And I don't remember what I predicted. I uh, I don't know. I've changed you said Biden. Did I say Biden?
0: Yeah, you predicted Biden and I went with Trump. Well, and I'm stick with it for now. And, I'll switch. Uh, I, I honestly I'm going to tell you, I think I'm wrong. Yeah, no. I re- really do. I thought that Trump was going to get uh, Wisconsin or Michigan, and he may still, depending on a recount. And I thought that if he got one of those, then it, he would have he would have got it. But with with Biden taking Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, I guess they're they're calling that the Democratic Wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, with him taking that, then uh, then I'm you know I I'm leaning towards it's probably going to be Joe Biden but I think it's going to be heavily contested. We're not going to know for a while, and I'm going to stick with my Trump prediction because that's what I said at the beginning. And if I have to if I have to eat your words, then I'll eat your words,
1: <laughs> I dramatically said uh, that it would be January before we knew. I don't actually think it'll be January. I think- It'll be we'll, next Friday, though. Uh, I think we'll be looking, well, because I think we'll have recounts in at least four states, and I think we will have uh, legal- battles in many of those, not just recounts, but trying to, uh, throw out votes in a, in a lot of those. And I think that's going to take some time. Remember it was a little over 30 days, 36, 37 days for the 2000 election. And that was just over one state, Florida. And, uh, I think we're going to have legal battles in multiple States, recounts and legal battles in multiple States. And I'm going to go mid I think if we know, I think if, I think we'll know by Christmas, Let's say maybe mid-December. I think we'll still be fighting about it over Thanksgiving, though. It'll be a so. Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, well, If you
0: want to be part of this discussion, then sign up on patreon.com dot slash Good Morning Liberty. That's patreon.com dot Good Morning Liberty. You want to be a part of everything that we're talking about. We got lots of comments in here today. Thanks, Todd and Sam and Joe and all you fine folks. Magoo, I know you were in here as well. I uh, believe I saw Aaron and Marie. So, if y'all want to join in with all these fine folks, then go to patreon.com/slash GoodMorningLiberty. Get your predictions for the election in. Come up with all the crazy scenarios like we do, and uh, you know, you guys hear it here. We'll we'll read everything you not everything you post, but we we have conversations and read a lot of the comments. So if you want to be part of that and join in, it's just five bucks a month. People, that's basically nothing. You probably gave Biden more. <laughs> so give us five bucks a month for liberty and uh, we'll put it to good use. Patreon dot com slash good morning liberty.
1: I like it, man. Uh, also, go to com if you want to get in on some of these stonks. I'm actually short on the market right now, which means I have moved towards thinking that Biden is going to uh, maybe look like he's going to win for a little bit. So I have moved to short on the futures right now. If you are interested in everything we looked at this morning, all that kind of stuff, go to mastermystocks.com. We'll teach you how to read charts. We'll teach you how to place orders, what strategies we use, all that kinds of stuff. I put up like a 30-minute video yesterday. I just recorded a 30-minute video today. So 250 videos on the website, plenty of content for you to go from zero to hero. Real quick, if you want to go to mastermystocks.com.
0: Leave us that rating and review on Apple Podcast and then share the show with a friend. Share it with uh Trump. Share it with Biden. Uh share it with your lovely family like mine. I've got a lovely family, and um, you know, they're they're wonderful, they're so precocious and full of wonderment. And I just enjoy talking to them every second. I can't look forward to the holidays and seeing every single one of them and their smiling faces. And um, my number one thing to do is share the show. So you guys should do the same thing. If you do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning liberty.